everybody and welcome to another episode of Off Tangent. I'm Celine. And this is... And I'm Tom. <laughs> um, a little bit of a delay there. <laughs> just for everybody, for just it. for like context, we are recording this. It's currently 1 a.m. for me. It's, um, I think, 11? 11 yeah, 11 for yep. Tom. So yeah, um, I'm kind of loopy because I'm sleepy, but I insisted that we'd record because I, I've been really excited to talk about today's topic. And so Tom, I'm can you tell them? I'm also loopy too. Yeah. <laughs> loopy from work? Uh, loopy from like five hours of sleep and work, yes. Yeah, yeah, that'll do that to you. Um, A little bit. I've been, recently, I have been getting more than five hours of sleep. I used to get, like, only five hours of sleep when I used to have to commute to work. But now that I'm working from home, I'm actually getting, like, six, seven-ish hours of sleep, which is much better. But I'm still pretty loopy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anyway... Tom, would you like to introduce our topic? For, we haven't even introduced the topic yet, and we've already moved off tangent. <laughs> it, it's very off tangent, but it's very on brand. Uh-huh. So, you know, very it works. So. <laughs> Today's topic, though, is phobias. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't particularly have a lot of phobias. There are a couple. Celine, do you have phobias? I, yes, I do have phobias. And I hate that you don't have any because I have like a plethora of phobias. I didn't say I don't have any. I just say I don't have many. Well, yeah, but even the ones that you have aren't like really bad phobias. They're like probably things that you are uncomfortable with or probably creep you out a little bit. But for me, they're actually things that I cannot stand and do not like at all and there are so many there's so many for me um where do I even start with mine I guess one of my main ones is uh I have ichthyophobia which is probably not something common that you'd hear when it comes to phobias but ichthyophobia is basically a fear of um fish and I can stand, I can stand, like, goldfish and, like, small fishes. I've had, like, beta fishes um, as pets before. Stuff like that. And those don't really freak me out. I can handle small fishes. But anything that's, like, um, say around five inches or bigger is, oh, no. <laughs> I like them small. <laughs> No. So, you know, stays away from ponds, stays away from the ocean. Stays away from anything that has fish in it, honestly. Even aquariums. We, oh God, we went to Hong Kong. You don't Kong. like aquariums? I like aqua- aquariums. I like them. They're pretty. But there's always that lingering fear and, like, um, anxiety and being nervous of, like, having that thought in my head and being paranoid, like, what if the glass breaks? And I know the glass is reinforced, but that doesn't help. 
Like, I went to... Just have a bunch of floppy fish. I went to... When I was 10, I went to California. And we went to Monterey Bay Aquarium. And, you know, Monterey is actually connected to the the sea. It's, like, right there. So, like, there's a portion of that where I think what you see behind the glass is actually what's in the sea. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. But that freaked me out so much. And, oh, my God, they had... They had these aquariums with, like, giant tuna fish and sharks, and they were so big, and the water was so dark, and it was just terrifying. It was just terrifying. And in Hong Kong, uh, in uh, Ocean Park in Hong Kong, they have, like, this aquarium that spirals down. So you start at the top, you see, like, all the surface fish... And then you move down, and then you see, like, the eels and the stuff hiding around in the in the, the corals. And then there's, like, the sharks yes. that are just, like, lingering at the bottom. And it's like, oh, I want to get out of here fast. So, honestly, fish freak me out. I don't even know why. Like, I can't think of a reason why and this is why it's irrational because i don't know why i'm afraid of them and i know they're fish and technically you know they would usually just swim away from you and um they wouldn't really bother you but i do not like them at all this is why when we go to the beach too there's only one beach i like um, the Philippines has tons of beaches, and I've been to some of them. But the only one I like is Boracay because they have really clear water, and you can see exactly what's at the bottom. So you can see that there's nothing there. There was this beach we went to in Batangas, and it had really cloudy water. And oh, the anxiety that gives me, because I don't know if the thing touching my leg is seaweed or if it's fish, and just thinking about it right now, just talking about it, freaks me out so much. I do not like fish. Not at all. Like, 85% really is always. Yeah, I know, I know. Because usually, like, fish wouldn't really go that close to shore. And I realize that. Well, but that doesn't. Not only that, help. but, like, you have to imagine, like, how many people are there. Yeah. Fish don't want any of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Just don't want any of that. And um, now this carries over to swimming pools. By the way, have I told you this? This fear carries over to swimming pools. I could be swimming in a swimming pool with my eyes closed and immediately think there is a shark in here, and I freak out. And like rationally, rationally, you... logically, I know that that's not possible. There is no fish there because it's a swimming pool, and the fish wouldn't even survive in a swimming pool because of the chlorine. But my brain's like, oh, there's fish in here, and they're gonna get you. <laughs> have you seen Jaws maybe three or four or something? I like have that? not seen any of the Jaws movies. No. So. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it's fine. I don't have any plans on watching it, so spoil it all you want. Oh, spoiler alert for the listeners, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Spoiler alert's more for other people. Yeah. I mean, it's been out for it's been out for a while. Yeah, so it's not it doesn't really when, count as a spoiler. If if you're still getting spoiled by this at this point in time, it's that's your fault, honestly. Yeah. But uh, now, spoiler alert. Guess what? Shark jumps out of the toilet to eat someone. See that? You think about that next time you're on the toilet. Oh, thank you. It's not like oh, oh my god. Speaking <laughs> of toilets, have you heard? <laughs> have you heard of those instances where there would be like snakes in the toilet, like just snakes mm-hmm. lingering inside the toilet? So every time before I sit down, I have to check that there is no snake peeking out from the bottom of that toilet because it's possible a shark no obviously a shark's not even gonna fit through like uh, the toilet and rationally i would be able to but snakes though my dude i don't want no snakes can crawl up through your toilets y'all better check your toilets before you sit down also your shoes and for snakes always and for frogs yeah frogs too I mean, frogs yeah. Frogs are, are basically harmless. I mean, the the worst they can do is jump and hit your butt or whatever is dangling down there. But for snakes, they can, like, bite you in the ass. Literally. And we don't want that. All I'm saying is frog and rectum. The frog, there is no way the frog is going to be able to go up your rectum. Logic. Say that. I mean, how? And how I bet. Is... And I bet there's first some all, medical gravity. student that has a story. First of all, gravity. They can leap. They can leap, but like not to the point where they go straight up your rectum. I. Well, I'm sorry, but if you're sitting on the toilet, half of us are only doing it to poop. The other half, I mean, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. It's, oh my god. If you're there pooping on the toilet, and it's technically coming out, that's an avenue. That is disgusting. I don't even want to think about frogs and rectums. That's just... Paranoid Ladies, body. gentlemen, and non-binary friends, welcome to five hours of sleep and a full day of work. <laughs> so aside from um, frogs and snakes in your toilet, always shake your shoes and like tap them out before you put them on. Especially if these are shoes that you haven't worn in a while because spiders, not just spiders, centipedes, millipedes, any other insects that would be looking for, like, some warmth or something. Oh, I have not experienced cat turds in my... Have you? Have you? How many many cats have I told you that we've owned at one point? You've had, like, so many, though. Right now you have three. Yeah. And before you've had, like, so many. So during the span of time that you have had cats... How many times have you yes. experienced your cats leaving a gift inside your shoes? Uh, not included, like including poop and other things, like. Oh, just four or five times. Okay, strictly like I'm counting poop. like hairballs and vomit. What about strictly? Poop was like once. 
once. Okay. So it's not that... Cat was mad. Yeah, not that common. And if it's poop or puke or, like, hairballs from cats, you can usually easily see it. And it's harmless. I mean, it's harmless. Relatively, it's harmless. Because, like, the most is you get disgusting stuff on your feet. Stig, right? Huh? You know cats dig, right? I know. I, yes, yes. I know. I know. But also, Not I'm just saying see. it's harmless. I'm saying it's harmless. The most you get out of it is disgusting like, gunk on your it's feet. It's like wet socks, though. Yeah. And you can wash it off. But, dude, spider bites. Nasty. That's just nasty. Like, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Millipede centipede bites, you don't want those either. So, relatively speaking, cats, cat poops and hairballs and puke, very inconvenient, very disgusting, but harmless. Spiders and sure. other insects, potentially dangerous, depends on what... Um, what spider it is i guess in the philippines we don't really have any um venomous spiders but i still make it a point to check just because i don't want to have to go through swollen toes (laughs) with spider bites it just yeah it's no bueno yeah no bueno anyway so that's for some of my phobias and paranoia, I still have a couple more. I'll talk about it a little later, but I want to hear from Tom first. Because he doesn't really have many phobias, I want to hear about his. Mine are very boring in comparison. Uh-huh. Uh, mostly, I have social phobias. Oh, like, lame. No, seriously. Lame. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're... Very lame in comparison, but guess what? Social phobias aren't a thing. They are. Like, That's true. Like, I fully acknowledge... I am uh, teasing him for it being lame, but I fully acknowledge that social phobias and social anxieties are real, so... Yep, yep. Uh, like, one of my biggest ones, I would say... Ooh, it really is, like, crowded areas. Like, really densely crowded areas. Like, I fucking hate it. That was too... <sighs> I oh like speaking of that uh-huh. I went to the mall the other day oh not the other day oh yeah the other day I told you about this I went to the mall because I was supposed to pick up a package of um, Dunnies hello episode one um I was supposed right. to pick up a package of Dunnies but apparently the place was closed on Sunday so I didn't get to get it and y'all know that COVID exists right. I went to the mall just to grab that package, and the mall was, it looked like a regular day at the mall. Like, there were so many people there, and it was disgusting. Like, oh, I was trying to stay away. I was trying to stay away from people. And, like, here, it's very strict. We're very strict with, like, protocols of wearing the mask and the face shield, and they literally cannot let you in if you don't have that. And people are more or less very... Um, compliant with that, not like you know <laughs> where you I are like over here, my freedom. Yeah. Um. So here we're very compliant with that kind of stuff. But even with that, it was so I was so disgusted. Like I'm sorry, because half of those people that I was observing who were there 
weren't even there for like urgent reasons, you know, like groceries or food or medicine or stuff like that. The necessities. A bunch of them were literally just shopping around. And I was like, this is not the time, my dudes. Y'all can go down Shopee and Lazada and whatever else online shopping platforms you have and you can order there. They even deliver your groceries. And I get that it's not convenient for other people, especially if they don't have like that much of an access to Um, the internet and you know with the fees that they charge you also for delivery I get that but some of those people there my dude were just just like going around shopping like it was a regular day and it was so oh so gross you know just be glad that there aren't like are there a lot of mall walkers have you ever like experienced that define mall walkers Okay, so when I say mall walkers, a very specific image pops in my head. It's usually a lot of, like, older people putting on, like, athletic gear and literally uh, doing laps around the malls. No, 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 no. We don't... Not that I've ever encountered. I don't think we really have those. Um, because our malls are really big. So... so. I mean, most of them, they don't walk inside the mall. If they're going to do those, like, laps, they do it outside, not inside. The inside is more for the stores and stuff like that. That's still... I'd say say that's still the same, though. But we don't have... Like, right now, there aren't really any that are doing that. So, do they do that there? Are there, like, mall walkers there? Yeah. Even like COVID and everything, they still. Yes. Jeez. Like, granted, there's not as many, but like, yeah, I've I've seen them. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's not a bad. I, thing I can't to, really like, say anything. It's not like a bad thing to go out and maybe do like some walking because it's like a, some form of exercise because gyms are closed and stuff like that. So I guess it's an you know a compromise but i hope that they're like still practicing you know social distancing oh no 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 i've i've seen them out at like the afternoon when it's busy and you know oh. yeah still kind of gross uh-huh it's gross i mean even before there was covid like crowded places were already so gross so gross now it's just, to a certain point to a certain point like like to be fair i don't mind like crowds if it's like a convention i, mean, I don't know like <laughs> i barely went through a convention um but like right now yeah crowds are really bad yeah crowds are like really no you don't want any of those right now so yeah i get that i nope. get that that would totally be that is a valid um Phobia, if we can call it a phobia, I guess. Maybe something that you do not like. Something you dislike? Very strong. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing, right? Like, and this kind of ties in with conventions. Yeah. So I really realized that I had this phobia. I want to say it was 2016 Denver Comic Con. Oh. Maybe it was 2017. 
Ah, so, um, it was a Comic-Con. I don't remember exactly which one. I only really remember it because Addison was still working with us over at my company. And we literally went one day, like, it was, uh, it was a Sunday. And I was supposed to work that night right after. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be back, like, 3, 4 o'clock. I'll get a little bit of sleep. I'll be kind of dead at work, but hey, you know, it's the price you pay. Uh Uh, We didn't get back until six, first and foremost. (laughs) Uh, Fucking Sundays is, like, the last day, so, like, all the vendors have, like, a ton of deals. Plus, it's a weekend. So it's already packed because of that. Well, I mean, it's always held on the weekend. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But, uh, nah, so, uh. There was a ton of people. Like, literally, there was certain points where, like, we really had to, like, squeeze past people. Yeah. I'm talking, like, maybe three inches apart at most. Yeah. And, like, if this is for, like, people at home. Celine can see me. I'm not a small dude. <laughs> so, like, I'm just, like, trying to squeeze by people. And, you know, I feel fucking terrible about it. <laughs> But it's like, whatever, you know. Yeah, you don't really have a choice. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh. But, like, we barely stopped, too. Like, we were basically, like, going from about 10 till about, like, 4, 30, 5 o'clock yeah. when we finally stopped. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we stopped, I think, maybe once for lunch. And, uh, fun fact, Addison is literally maybe, he's probably, like, a good five, maybe six inches taller than me. Uh-huh. But he's, like, really compact, so, like, uh-huh. he had no problem yeah. squeezing through people. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of crowds <laughs> here. And I'm, like, sweating, and he's like, yeah, there's a lot of people here. And he's like, fine. I was like, god damn it, I hate this. <laughs> oh, I cannot. You know what I told him? I told him, man, you should cosplay as Brooke from One Piece. Have you seen One Piece? <laughs> you don't know? Okay, no. so Brooke is um, a character in an anime called One Piece. Mm-hmm. Good anime. If you're going to watch it, just, you know, be mindful. Long series. Yeah. Brooke, however... Just for the for the people who don't want to watch it to get all the way through to it, because he appears like episode two eighty, maybe three hundred ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. Brooke is a tall, fucking skeleton man with an afro. So, Addison. Literally, skeleton. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, you could do it, man. Just get an afro wig. Get a top hat, little it's cane. That easy. It's all you need. It's that easy. Yep, he disagreed. I can. He said no. I cannot wait to take you to a convention here. If you think, oh, if you think that was bad, it's gonna be so much worse for you. And just keep in mind. Are you sure? Just keep in mind, you were there for, like, how many hours? Like, 10 to 4? Uh, so that's, like, 6 hours. Yeah. 6 hours. About there. Um, I am 
Well, I and my family are part of a costuming group. And for conventions, because we're part of the event and because we want to, like, make most of the day, because we're usually only there for, like, a day. We don't really go, like, for a second day. Um, We are there from really early in the day, before the convention even really opens. So around maybe 6, 7 a.m. And then we stay there until the very end of the day, which is like around 10 p.m., 9 or 10 p.m. And then even after that, there's like a group dinner, if there is one. But usually that's how long we stay there. And so that entire time, is spent literally walking around if like you do part of it in costume and then when you're done with your shift you just go around the different booths and then I have slept on a convention floor before well not like lying down but like sitting up against the wall but I've been at that point where I've been like there for so long in the day and I had to wake up early and I had to do a shift and so I would get so tired that I just sleep there so yeah um if if I ever get to bring Tom to a convention that we are participating in oh my god I I hope you survive I don't know if you're getting survive. I have to scan for the Java I yeah, I'm pretty easy to spot, I think. So it won't be that hard. But um, yeah, it's going to be a long day. And the the crowds there are usually really eh, kind of bad. Like especially if you're moving through the different booths. Because there are so many different booths where you can buy like art stuff and like different merchandise and stuff like that. And those parts tend to get really crowded because the booths are really close together. But that's where all the good stuff is. Because, like, the other half of the convention is just, like, um, big um, area set up for, you know, companies like Netflix or stuff like that. And so those areas are not that crowded usually because they have a big, they have big space allotted to them. But for the booths, it gets really crowded. But you got to go through it if you want to get all the good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that's you gotta do the crawl. So you're going to have to face that particular phobia or at least that particular um, uncomfortable feeling when I take you to one of those cons. <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah. But, like, let me ask you this. If you're, like, you know, doing your uh, doing your thing, like, walking through on, you know, in your, in your costume, uh-huh. do people normally like bunch around you or you kind of get like a little bit of space? Oh, so usually we have what we call handlers and the handlers make sure that people do not crowd around you, especially cause when you're in costume, you have like really low visibility sometimes. So you can't particularly see where you're going or like the people around you. So the handlers make sure that you have enough space to move through and you don't like trip over or bump into the other people. So they have, there's that. But then there are times when we're low on handlers. So the handlers can't really assist to everybody. 
and people will just flock to you and a lot of them will be like can I get a picture with you and you're like yeah sure I mean it's not like I really have a choice and then so that happens and it's hard when you're doing like a parade and there's not enough handlers to manage it because then you're being stopped by people constantly to take a picture with them when you're not supposed to take a picture with them but you can't not stop because then it's rude so it happens it happens yeah. yeah, it happens. You would make a great handler, my dude. You <laughs> just up front. You would make a great handler. But it does take a lot of um you do have to get over some sort of some of the social anxieties if you're going to be a handler because a lot of it is literally shooing people. You're constantly asking people to move back, not stand too close. And you're going to have to be the person who says, I'm sorry, they can't take a picture with you right now. You can do that later when we're at the booth. But while we're parading, you can't do that. So you have to kind of be the bad guy in that situation and kind of be very firm and stern with the people. Just because you also want to protect, you know, the people you're um, assisting. But yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. I... Being a handler is like the lazy work because you don't have to suit up for the costume. You don't have to like move around and stuff like that. You just have to like keep an eye on everybody, make sure everybody's comfortable and stuff like that. But oh my god, the talking to people is just so difficult sometimes. It's like, um, excuse me, and you want to be nice to them about it, but some people are really persistent and can be really like in your face about it too so you have to kind of yeah. be tough yeah yeah there's that so aside from social anxieties oh, yeah. do you have any other like phobias because i don't really know about your phobias you don't really talk about them like let, let's just kind of go down the list of like some major phobias uh-huh. like tryptophobia i don't have tryptophobia yeah i think that shit's cool yeah like, I don't know the picture. Yeah, I don't have that either. Um, Fear of heights? No. No. Fear of like, clowns? No. No. Definitely not okay. a fear of no. ghosts. Ugh. Nope. <laughs> um, what other common fears are there? Fear of uh, spiders. You don't have that. You think spiders are cool. Yes. Um, See, I don't think you really have any of the Not major snakes. phobias or like any of the common phobias. Yeah. yeah There's nothing I can really think of, you know? Yeah. And meanwhile, here I am with like a list of things that I can think of. I already talked about like the ichthyophobia. And there's another one that I brought up the other day to you. While we were watching this Netflix series, um, we were watching this series called how do you pronounce that? Godam. It's like this Korean. It's like it's a Korean series of um, short horror clips. It's like five minutes long for each episode. And there was this one episode where it was an elevator, and I told Tom like I hate elevators, and I didn't tell him exactly why because we wanted to save that conversation for this episode. So this is me talking about it to him for the first time, why I dislike elevators. So first of all, elevators are an enclosed space. I don't have, like, I'm not claustrophobic. 
So it's not so much the tightness of the space that bothers me. It's just that it's an enclosed space and you have nowhere to go. Like the moment you're... Is it the lack of control? Exactly. The moment you're in there, you are not able to really go anywhere else until it goes to like the floor you're supposed to get to. And that's just... I do not like that feeling of being not having anywhere to go to or not having control of the situation. And so aside from that, I have heard so many, so many ghost stories involving elevators where it's like there's one person there's one of there's just one person in the elevator and then all of a sudden the elevator signals that it's like um it's over the weight limit it starts beeping and it's like that's weird i'm the only person here and then there's also those stories about like people seeing things on the cctv that don't appear in the actual elevator and then there's a personally i would just find that like first one like insulting (laughs) well yeah but i mean (laughs) it's like how how dare you call me fat elevator no no no. but these are like things where like you get on and it's fine and then a moment later it's like signaling that so anyway there's also that elisa lamb story have you heard about the elisa lamb thing where she was like in an elevator she was like looking out and like trying to see if someone is there and yes. she was like acting really weird oh it gives, yes. me, gives me creeps just talking about it even that's another scary thing and this one time this one time i we were visiting my aunt and she lives in a condominium she lives in a condo and their um their condo unit is on the 16th floor but each um, each unit has like two floors, so technically that's times two. So they were technically on the 32nd floor, I think, or 31st because there's no 13th floor. So the, they are on the 30th or 31st, 32nd floor of the condominium. And then one night she tells me like, oh, your uncle left his laptop here and he needs it. He's downstairs in the lobby. And she, uh, she says, like, can you go bring it down to him? And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess so. Because she's taking care of my cousin, who at that time was, like, a little baby. So she can really, like, leave her. So I go, okay, yeah, sure, I'll bring it down to him. And I get in the elevator, and it's just me. And this is, like, the middle of the night. It's, like, past midnight. And I am in that elevator alone. And the hallways are dark. Because, you know, some of the lights are switched off. It's not, like dark dark there's still lights in the hallway but not like the usual amount so i'm in the elevator i am on the 32nd floor of this condominium and i have to ride it all the way down to the ground floor the lobby and i wedged myself into the corner because the corner is the safest place to be in an elevator. Why? Because you can see everything around you. If you stand in the middle, you can't see what's behind you or like beside you. If you're in the corner, you get a good vantage point of stuff going on around you. And I was there in that corner holding the laptop right to my chest and just holding my breath and waiting for the elevator to reach the lobby. And it was just so terrifying. I hated it. I hate I hate long elevator trips, especially if the elevator is like that in close space. Because some elevators have like, you know, glass 
um, glass walls where you can see like you're going up and you can see the stuff like the floors and stuff like that and I'm okay with that because then you can actually see something outside it's not just you in this box where there's nothing you can do and you just hope that you end up in the floor that you're gonna need to go to and it doesn't make stops in like other floors where nobody gets on so I hate I hate elevators I hate getting on elevators even the elevator <laughs> at work the elevator at work has three floors three floors and I can't stand it it's oh, nope nope it's just too it's such a scary place to be honestly there's so many creepy things that could go wrong in an elevator and that is why I just like elevators that's it I mean, okay. That, that's pretty fair, though. Uh-huh. That's pretty fair. Uh-huh. So, here's a here's a story that actually literally just happened to me last week. Oh, night. my God. Um, oh, God. So... Am I going to be able to sleep after this? This oh, isn't please. so much... Uh, I mean, we'll let you be the judge with oh that. Oh, my God. So... I guess this isn't, like, a fear thing. Maybe more anxiety thing. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'll just tell the story, and, you know, you'll, you'll decide. Yeah, yeah. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, uh, tonight at work, I was supposed to go grab some stuff from, like, one of the very top uh, things of... Uh, warehouse steel that we have and in order to use it in order to do this you can either grab like a ladder or you grab like a specific machine that can you know grab pallets from the steel and bring them down or put them up so you know i'm able to use that machine i'm gonna take the easier route and i'm gonna use the machine the actual pallet that I had to take out was between two things of warehouse seal, maybe about like a foot and a half apart from like the actual where it was resting to the next thing of uh, warehouse seal, uh-huh. which, by the way, not supposed to happen, not supposed to do that like at all, because. The way it works is you literally have to raise it up and then, you know, down if you want to either take a pallet out or put a pallet in. So here I am in this narrow hallway, essentially trying to wiggle my way into this pallet that's maybe about... Oh, rough estimate, maybe like 15, 20 feet in the air. Oh, my God. Like, and, like, it's essentially, it was almost touching the steel beam Mm -hmm. that it was, like, beneath. So, like, it it literally had maybe about, like, a half an inch of clearance. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently enough for someone to get it in there and think it's okay. Yeah. 
which baffles me. <laughs> but people will amaze you. So here's the thing. I did not give a fuck. Of course you did. Now, of course you did it. <laughs> here here's a here's an asterisk on that. When I was by myself, there are people who literally will just kind of walk through that hallway yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's just one of those things like they're doing work, you're doing work. Kind of just know to, you know, keep doing your thing. Uh-huh. I have an exception. When it comes to heavy machinery, if... I trust the person. I will continue on as normal. If I don't trust the person, I'm going to stop and wait. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I don't want to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like any good millennial, of course, I will joke about wanting to die. Yeah. Besides the fact, here's <laughs> the thing, though. If someone does not feel comfortable, like, with heavy machinery going around, I see them hesitate because, like, I'm hyper-observant when I use machinery. Because, you know, injury yeah happen. Yeah. Uh, there was this one person who was walking through with this little trash can, maybe about, like, it, it's really about the size that you put, like, underneath a kitchen sink or, like, by a toilet in a bathroom Mm -hmm. or like it's just a small trash can i don't know why they're bringing it to the back but you know i ain't gonna question someone's work i see them coming and i'm just like oh come on keep coming keep coming don't stop they stop they hesitate and i go oh okay we're gonna wait right here let (laughs) them pass through as i literally have it about halfway out, and it's kind of just, like, resting on uh, the machine's, like, forks mm-hmm. that it has to lift these pallets out, which, I mean, it sounds complicated. It's really not if they can train literally almost anyone on it. But, you know, one of those things of, like, especially where it was, you couldn't get that out in one fell swoop. Mainly because it has, so it has these two secondary like tracks, wheels, where it kind of converges into the big center machine, which has like the hydraulics and the power and everything, yeah. and then like the central like you know wheel. You can't fit the smaller state like the smaller guiding wheels underneath where I was trying to go. Which is, again, why I had to literally inch it in, lift it, bring it out, down, inch it in, (laughs) up, down. Yeah. So, the funny part is, I get through another, uh, another rotation of inch, and then dude just flies behind me, just... No care in the world. Oh and I was like, that's how you fucking do it. Oh like, because here's the thing. The person who came before yeah. did not either trust the machine or did not trust me with the machine. Doesn't matter. 
I don't care. I respect it. Yeah. I also respect the fuck out of someone who literally will either trust the machine or me with it and just fly by. Because, you know, <laughs> fucking let's go. Just yeets by. <laughs> yep. And guess what? Yeah. Guess what? What? Come on, guess. Chicken I butt. want you to guess. Chicken butt. Nope. Not chicken butt. I want you to guess. What? Take one guess. Take one guess. What? That's all I ask. Oh my god. Oh jeez. That there was nobody there, was there? Was it? Oh not no, a no, real no, 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 no. There was someone there. Oh, okay. It was a no, real no, 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 person. There was I thought this was gonna be a ghost story. Oh my god. Ooh, 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 I have a story after this too. And but I think after that we'll end episode, it. I think. No, 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 no. Uh, it's really a ghost. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's just a quick little aside. Yeah. But no, I only needed two things uh-huh. for that goddamn palette. So right after that, right after I got my two things, I put it right back up, doing that same goddamn process, except in reverse. So, yeah. Oh. Because, is- like, here's the thing. Here's why I'm like, I don't know if this is anxiety or, like, a fear, but... With all the crap that's on, like, Warehouse Steel. Yeah. Especially if, you know, let's say you're at a place that actually uses Warehouse yeah. Steel to put stuff up. That takes a lot of weight. Yeah. But here's the thing. One one wrong tip really will send that shit off. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Be I've fucking seen careful. I have seen that. I have seen stuff like Be that. Be fucking careful. It's scary. So, if I had fucked up, then someone could have gotten hurt if they were literally just running by. Yeah. Well, if that's a fear, but, it's pretty rational, though. But here's the thing. I don't give a fuck because I just know <laughs> I'm going to stop and run the other goddamn way. Yeah. That's literally it. Like... One of uh, one of my friends at work said, you know, sometimes you just got to rip the fucking bandaid off. Whether that's just pulling something through or if something's falling, you just keep fucking going so it doesn't hit you. Yeah, pretty much. Instead of just, like, standing there like a deer in the headlights. Exactly. Yeah. Now, my little aside, mm-hmm. this was back a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was probably few months before we met mm-hmm. um i like i was i don't know why i just hadn't gotten like any sleep and uh have you ever had that point where you're like on the verge of like no sleep and then you start seeing oh shit out of the corner of your yes. eyes yes yeah that happened to me while i was sure. doing what I was literally just talking about, pulling, like, something out of the top steel. Yeah, I think you've told me this before. Sort of. I kind of remember it. It was... Go on, though. So, what it was, I thought I saw a fucking bird swoop Oh, by. yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think I told you this. Yeah. Freaked me the fuck out. I stopped. I just, like, fucking flail around looking. I mean, at least it was just a bird. Imagine if it was, like, it looked like something else. At least it was... 
At least it was imaginary. Yeah. Well, that too. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt no that birds. That too. That too. Oh my god. I. I, don't hurt I am getting chills just thinking about. Thinking about seeing things in the corner of your eye, I am like literally looking around my room right now. Y'all can't see it, but it's happening. And oh, we gotta. Can I just say that when we record our ghost episode, we gotta do it over the weekend in daylight. Because, oh. because I am not willing uh-huh. to record that at night just no no (laughs) just even talking about this stuff freaks me out so we're gonna have to record that over the weekend in daylight um so just to finish Uh, off too i have like one more i that i thought of one other irrational fear sort of thing that i have or some at least something that makes me very uncomfortable i think i've told you about this it is i get really is it I get creeped out very easily by sounds. Oh my god, please don't play it. Don't oh. play the clip. Oh. There is No, no. Generally, no, generally I thought you were going to say something else. What were you, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say wet bathroom floors. Oh. Wet bathroom floors are <laughs> disgusting. Can I just say <laughs> disgusting? Like uh Anyway, no, it's not that. That's not a fear. That's more of just something that I can't stand. But fear, though, is I cannot... I am creeped out by weird sounds really easily. So even if it's, like, a completely normal sound, like a click sound or something like that, if it's coming out of nowhere and, like, I have no idea where the sound is coming from or why that sound is happening, it creeps me out. And then even more so, I get creeped out by, like, um, things that are played backwards, like backmasted songs or people talking in backwards. Oh, and then even more so, holy crap, that Courage episode. There is one. Courage, cowardly, do, do not play it, please. It is the middle of the night. Just add it in post or something. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. There is a courage, the cowardly dog. I would dog not corrupt the audio like episode. that. I think you might, you guys might know it because it's like a very popular episode, very notorious episode. It is the one with Ramses, King Ramses, and he wants the slaps back. He, you know, he says return to slabs. He's standing out there in the middle of nowhere saying return to slabs in his weird wavy way. And as a kid, that terrified me. I was not afraid of Courage a Cowardly Dog. I love that show. But that one episode, oh, that messed me up. And even up to this day, I cannot stand it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Thomas has this soundboard thing on his <laughs> computer and one of the sound clips that he has is that exact line. And it just terrifies me thinking about him even just considering playing it. Because it's so... I can't listen to it. It's too creepy for me. I cannot stand creepy sounds. Nope. If it makes you feel better, it creeps out Edison too. Oh, well that's... Yeah, that's... That's reassuring. I'm sure it creeps out a lot of other people. I've heard that it's like one of the creepiest um, things from like kids shows. And it has actually creeped out a lot of people who were like kids when they watched that. And even up to this day, it creeps them out. But yeah, 
it's not just that particular one for me though. It's any any weird sound, really. So You know what the funny thing is? You remember the episode for that. What I remember the episode is for that fucking bop. King Ramsey. The back man goes. The man goes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. That's literally that's the one that I mean like Yes, I remember Return the Slab. I remember But, that like, song when I think too. of that episode, I think of the song. Like, that's what sticks in my head is this. But even when I think about that song, that song is, like, immediately tied in my memory to Return the Slab. So I do not derive pleasure or I mean, amusement or enjoyment from that song at all. So, yeah, that's... Uh, you were so lucky that you don't have any like phobias irrational fears that I do Um, for those who are like listening to this I really want to know also like what weird phobias you have like not so much the common ones like fear of heights fear of you know those kind of stuff but what is your weirdest phobia though like, what is the weirdest thing that creeps you out or scares you? Because uh, there are people who are, like, who get creeped out by really mundane things. And that's kind of fascinating. So, I'd like to know about that. Sorry, I, can't, I can't stop thinking about this. It, it's going to sound really bad. I mean, no offense by it to anyone who has, you know, the more common phobias. But all I can think about calling them now is the basic bitch phobias. Oh my god! I know. For some of them, it's really I feel really so bad just saying though. it. I know, and th- I feel bad about saying you it. Should but that's, feel bad. That's where my brain goes. That's you where my brain goes. Bad. I'm sorry. Let's all shame Tom. No, just kidding though. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't make excuses for sleepy Toms. No one makes excuses for sleepy Tom. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of drifting off to I gotta be up in like five hours to do stuff so I guess we gotta wrap up here this has been our longest episode so far clocking in at around 54 minutes so far well plus the yeah almost an hour plus like our intro and outro so we gotta wrap up you guys We got to wrap up here because it's late. We got to get some sleep. If I can get some sleep after all the shit we've been talking about here. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for here. Um, Tom is going to tell me to promote my Instagram again. So, I'm just going to say it already. Follow grotesque.ph. That's grotesque with a W. -W G-R-O-W-T-E-S-Q-U-E dot P-H. You don't have to buy anything. A follow and a like or some comments would be greatly appreciated. Exactly. And I am thinking about streaming back on Twitch. Even though they're very controversially doing something now. It's uh, ads right in the middle of shit. Very uh, disruptive. We'll see if they actually pick through with it. But hopefully, uh, you know, I will do that. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jack Reppington. J A C K R I P P I N G T O N. And I just want to say, every week we have to do the plug because we upload once a week. Fridays, Fridays. for me. Yeah. And almost Saturdays for Celine. Yep. 
depending on when I upload yep. it. Yep. So no time, just any time within, like no specific time period, time frame, any time within that particular day is when we'll be I, uploading. Um, Tom takes care of all of I that. I will try <laughs> to get better at uploading all of that. Yeah, Tom takes care of all of that. So if anything's late, that's on him. <laughs> blame me. Yeah, blame yeah. me. It's fine. Um, but that's it, you guys. Thank you. And um, we will, you will be hearing from us again next week. We've got so many more great episodes lined up. And we're so excited to talk about all those other stuff. So stay tuned. And we will be back here with you again next Friday. Thanks, Friday. Bye, Bye guys.